Cool. Are we doing under Googleables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to. We said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Harper, you and I have talked about this many a time. And we've never looked it up. And I just think it's time that we solve this thing once and for all. In fact, it was such an interesting discussion during college that I wrote it in uh, my book, uh, Land Tumbling Backwards, by the way. You can still buy it on Amazon for 99 cents if you'd like. Uh, get, it, get it on Kindle. Um, or you can just uh, tweet at the Undebeatables and I'll send you a, a copy. I, I've, got, I've got a couple cases in my trunk. Um, the, the, the question is, is it ever too cold to snow? We heard this all the time in Minnesota. It was, it was like 30 below and it wouldn't snow. And you're like, oh, the reason it's not snowing is because it's too cold to snow. And I'm wondering if there's any scientific basis to this idea. I've been sitting on this forever. I even wrote a book. Uh, which, which contemplated this answer and never Googled it. So I'm going to go to my two best friends. I know Harper doesn't know the answer because I've already talked to him about it, well, but I'm thinking Jason might know. I think, I think Harper needs to at least constrain the question because in some sense, yes, absolute zero, nothing happens, right? So sure. what you're asking about yeah. is with the constraints of, you know, an, uh, uh, you know, the Earth's atmosphere, can it get too cold to snow? Okay, so what do you mean absolute zero means nothing happens? Uh, basically, at absolute zero, there is no there's movement, no, like not even quantum movement. Like, like everything yeah, stops. Yeah, atoms don't move. There's yeah. no, there's nothing. Air stops moving. Yeah. Like, so there can't be anything, basically. It's, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if it's below zero, everything's dead absolutely everything zero. stops there is no there is, there no, is below no below absolute zero, zero. Yeah. absolute zero is so what's absolute zero then versus the zero degrees that i'm thinking yeah it's like negative what oh gosh i don't even know i should know what absolute zero is but it's like 273 negative 273 celsius or something like that thank you because i was in the 500s so Okay. That sounds good. All right. Well, so, but that doesn't come up very often. So you, what you're saying is that, <laughs> what you're saying is that at some accurate. point, comes up basically at some never. point, you can get something so cold that nothing will move. But that doesn't go. happen in real life very often. No. No. Yeah. No. If it, okay. I mean, it would never happen in life because you'd be dead. Super Okay. Dead. So, so weirdly, I may have some insight from a book that I recently read. Which was not on this topic, but it was. So it's this book called um, uh, "Science and Fiction uh, in the House of Magic," and it was this this like biography of the Vonnegut brothers. So oh, cool. Kurt Vonnegut, Indianapolis's own, sure, uh, shout out, and his shout brother out. Bernie. Not so familiar uh, with Bernie. Not so familiar. Bernie was a smart guy. So Bernie went and was like a straight-A student, did really good in school, uh, got his PhD in chemistry, went and worked for GE in the uh, early 40s or something like that. This was, you know, the place to be, basically. It was called the House of Magic. It was great. You know, scientists just did whatever. They were just like, there's there's a bunch of unknowns. Go figure things out. <laughs> we're GE. We'll figure out how to monetize it on the back end. Don't yeah, worry. Exactly. Just go. <laughs> just invent stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they just gave him this playground awesome. to go do things. And it turned out that Kurt actually worked as a PR guy at GE at the same time that Bernie was working there. No doubt and his most lucrative career. 
Yeah, he hated it. Basically. I'm sure he did, but the money was, I'm sure, great. Right, right. So the book, which is actually quite good, sort of, sort of chronologically, sort of like goes back and forth between Kurt and Bernie and their. Um, uh, you know, did you? Say, I'm sorry. Did work. you say Bert and Ernie? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. No, I probably will for the rest of the night. Rubber ducky, you're the one. <laughs> Uh, so that it's, a, it's the time so where Kurt fun. is going from being a PR guy to becoming an independent writer, like blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Bernie is working on this project at GE um, on cloud seeding, which is oh. the basically they, they were like, you know, oftentimes you'll see clouds form and form and form and they look dark, but not, they won't rain. And so what they figured out was that you need to nucleate the precipitation event, right? And so they were trying to figure out good ways to do this, because then if you can, can if you can do that, then you can control the weather. The right? weather. So you could, if there's a drought, you could, in theory, overcome that and and make the rains fall. Or the U.S. Army, um, predictably, got involved because if you control the weather, it's a big advantage. It's super in, helpful. In so. Basically, GE was doing this research funded by DOD to figure out how to seed clouds um, to make okay. it rain. And so they were doing all these. I had no idea this was happening, but this is, uh, this is post-World War II um, up through the early 60s, basically. They were doing these experiments where they just go and fly a plane and like drop dry ice into... Um, clouds that look like they were about to rain and make it rain or whatever um or the thing that bernie vonnegut came up with was silver nitrate or something like that mm -hmm. and so they, they did these experiments the, the the challenge that they encountered was that they could it was hard for them to prove that whatever they did was actually making it rain i see right? sure because it could have just started raining right exactly because right. the conditions were right there's there's no anyway. control to be had right no <laughs> So the experiment that that, that uh, Bernie's team came up with was to do this periodic sort of inf inflection of silver nitrite. So they like went to some mountaintop in New Mexico and would just blast silver nitrite into the air for like a, a day, super good, and then turn it off. <laughs> and then like so they did it like every Wednesday for like a six month period or something Wednesday like that. Wednesday was silver nitrate day. And then there's like these like crazy storms happening all over the place. They at one point made like a hurricane, or you know, in theory, a hurricane like turned like 180 degrees or something like that. Like, but they still couldn't prove that they were doing anything basically. And so the the project eventually like petered away. Anyway, suffice it to say, that's amazing. From this, by the way, what I uh, am. Uh, gleaning is that it could probably be too cold for it to snow because uh, the amount of moisture that can be held in the atmosphere uh, is reduced when it's cold, right? So in the winter, it's very dry. And so the, the, the less moisture in a given cloud, the harder it will be to do this seeding event and, and actually nucleate the, the precipitation. So my guess is that yes, it can be too cold to, to snow. I don't know what that temperature is. Right, and probably not in known, the presence of existing but... clouds. Right. I mean, essentially, heat evaporates water, turns water into vapor, 
those create clouds and then they cool off and fall to the ground, right? Basically, yeah. So you get some they condense into a cloud basically. Right. And then, I mean, yeah. it could definitely be cold enough that the amount of evaporation is totally minimized, right? To where you wouldn't get cloud Yeah, but it's creation. a complex system, right? Cuz you're Whatever clouds are overhead you now were formed someplace else, right? Ex- it's and like that's direct, kind of my point. It's not like point, a one-to-one right? evaporation to Well, that was going to be my question. Right? I mean, could could it be so cold that you don't have any clouds? That, like, they can't even form in your night sky? I mean, I, I, I'm sure that, you know, the, like the, the clouds in Antarctica aren't from the evaporation of ice. Right. 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 Those are those are imported basically, and then for sure. when they get there, that's when they get the precipitation. Um, but I, I I think that sort of my I don't know. It, it, I agree, Jason. It becomes a difficult question to answer because once the clouds are formed, I mean, at some point they have to precipitate, right? I mean, they just yeah. At some point, it's got to go think, somewhere, yeah. right? So. When it reaches a cooling point, I mean, perhaps it could just happen so fast. I mean, even then, the water vapor would freeze, and in essence, it becomes ice, which would fall to the ground. Now, the size of those droplets may be small. Infinitesimal, potentially? I mean, maybe. I don't know. But... I don't know, but wouldn't it... Yeah, like, once once a crystal starts, like... I mean, I guess it stops at some point, but it. I mean, yeah, yeah but I mean, there's you know, there's lots of times that a cloud is snowing, and by the time it gets to the atmosphere, it's warmed up and it turns into sleet, right, or something like that. Yeah, 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 for sure, right. So, so basically, our hypothesis is that it's got to be so cold that you can't even have clouds. Yeah, or or that it. If a cloud is so cold that it can't nucleate, a, yeah. I mean, I think that's precipitation the event. Essence of the question, right? Is that a cloud exists already? Can it be too cold to convert to precipitation? And I feel yeah. like, for me, I mean, unless it was a really, I, I, I feel like the answer is probably no to that question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would because th- I would think you would still be able to form an ice crystal, and then that would nucleate. Okay. Uh, that's my. I mean, guess. even if it just yeah. forms an ice crystal and falls to the ground due to gravity, right? I mean, it's just right. Well, no, I mean, and that's, I mean, and that's and that's the question, right? I mean, because I I just this is something that was said all of the time in Minnesota, all the time. It happened all the time, especially when it was way below zero, which was more often than I'd like to admit. Um, you know, it's 15, 20, 30 degrees below zero and it's not snowing. People would be like, oh, well, it's too cold to snow. And so I just thought that that was a thing. But now when you think about it, nothing on the ground is connected to anything up in that atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. Sort I'm holding of? up a cloud in my... I, mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. So according to the National Snow and Ice Data Center... Well, it can be too warm to snow. It cannot be too cold to snow. Snow can occur even at incredibly low temperatures as long as there is some source of moisture and some way to lift 
or cool the air. It is true, however, that most heavy snowfalls occur when there is relatively warm air near the ground, typically negative 9 uh, centigrade or warmer. Since warm or warm air, warmer air can hold, huh, hold more water vapor. Okay, so there actually is... So there actually is some truth to this statement, which is if it gets cold enough, it's less likely to snow. It's not impossible. It's to less snow. likely to be a heavy snowfall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's less likely to be generated there, right? I mean, be, because yeah. of the way that, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I think we kind of nailed this one, right? I mean, the stuff that I'm looking at is, you know, it basically can't be too cold to snow, but it can be too dry. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Sure. Sure, and which is oh, and the, cold the is connected dryer. to dry. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Interesting. Now, um, the the one thing that you get, I want to uh, touch back on before we we close this out because I what because I don't know anything about it and it's very exciting and I thought it was the, the thing to bring out of this. Um, Sub zero. Remind me one more time. This, it is it is a a condition that doesn't exist on Earth. I think you're going for absolute zero. Absolute zero. Right. Yeah, Sub Zero was a character in uh, Mortal Kombat. He very much was, <laughs> and he shot like ice or something, right? Yeah, he did. He did. So uh-huh. absolute zero occurs at approximately two seventy-five Celsius and five hundred Fahrenheit. Oh shit! You nailed that, Jason. Uh, yeah, two hundred seventy-three point one five C or four fifty-nine point six seven Fahrenheit. Negative. Uh, Negative, negative, right. negative. Which is cases. and Harper, you all, you also uh, almost know that you said five hundred, but you were thinking Fahrenheit. So, both of you guys are super smart. So molecules stop moving. Right. There's no. There's. I mean, energy or, or, or heat rather is a, a function of um, you know thermodynamic energy, right? So right. W- when there is zero heat, <laughs> that means that there is zero movement anywhere. So it's not. It's not a survivable thing. So okay, it's like this a is theoretical. Well, I was going to ask you, like, if I'm in the yeah. depths of right, space, yeah. is there an absolute zero or no? Because the space is moving all the time, and so there's enough heat energy to keep it going, right? Is this talking about this is the heat death of the universe sort of thing? Like, eventually everything will move so far apart that we get to sub uh, absolute zero? Is that is this? I'm expanding on. I don't think it, it, certainly some science fiction writer wrote that book at some point but <laughs> i don't think it's a big fear i think that there's enough brownie in motion in the universe that things are yeah like we'll just keep moving yeah keep creating heat yeah exactly yeah it's not like a black hole it's not like the 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 cold spot is going to make everything else around it colder I think the reverse would be true that the right. warmth would oh, heat warm would up constantly the cold warm spot. the cold because right. heat is the thing that moves, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I'm just going to say that absolute zero is a is a is a great name for a, um, an Avenger. Sure. Hmm. Sure. Sure. Probably is. Yeah. Uh, the average temperature of the universe today is approximately 2.73 kelvins. That is negative four hundred and fifty-four point wow. seven six Fahrenheit, and that's cosmic radiation, right? That's just and that's just, but that's just right above absolute zero. That's right. That's correct. Oh wow! What was that? Was that Owen Wilson? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow! 
That's exciting. Wow. Well, that's really you guys great. are the best. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I, I did appreciate that fun fact. So basically the world is, the, the universe, I'm sorry, the universe is just above absolute zero. I mean, We're all on the edge of like permanent when it comes to matter. death. Yeah. Cool. Space is not a hospitable place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For no one can hear you scream. <laughs> definitely you can they cannot hear you scream uh nice work gentlemen um uh i i feel like i know more than i did uh before i asked the question again this is something that's haunted me since college we're talking about 20 years um i feel like i know uh, finally know the answer all you had to do was wait for uh google to be invented and then <laughs> yeah we didn't have google back in college no we did not um we had we had email but we didn't really have the internet. We we sort of had Daily. the internet. We we um yeah, we had like Internet Explorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could check uh, Pacer scores. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> AOL so. discs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got mail. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>